Hello and welcome to another episode of City Daily, a Lent podcast. There's a fabulous essay written by C.S. Lewis entitled A Slip of the Tongue. Lewis has rightfully forged his place as a scholar of the Christian faith. In this essay, he states, When a layman has to preach a sermon, I think he is most likely to be useful or even interesting if he starts exactly from where he is himself, not so much presuming to instruct as comparing notes. And while I am neither a layman nor is this a sermon, I do want this Lent devotional to be useful and interesting for you. And so I shall tell you exactly where I am. It is up to you to make this useful by comparing notes to exactly where you are. I am grieving and sad during this Lent. I have been grieving for nearly six years. I keep wondering if the sadness of loss will ever end. Will my resurrection story ever arrive? Let's go back six years, starting in the spring of 2016. I began grieving my loss of faith as I wholeheartedly and angrily embraced my atheistic intellect. Contrary to popular opinion, it is remarkably easy to be an atheist. Following Jesus, on the other hand, not that is what I call difficult. Three months had passed and I began the painful and pivotal experience of addressing the sexual harm of my life story. In September of 2016, Jesus found me, mostly dead, from the effects of trauma and mental illness, but Jesus still found me and loved me exactly where I was. I wish it were a happy ending for my conversion to the Christian faith, but it isn't. My internal life went from misery to despair, even with Jesus. Rejection and anger became the ugly ornaments of the next year. In 2017, I endured a miscarriage and delivered a dead son only to bury him. Nearly a year later, I endured another miscarriage and delivered a dead daughter only to bury her. The following year, my husband, our living children, and I became a foster family and welcomed four children into our home over the next two years. Each of them had a unique journey to their forever homes, and we found ourselves wandering in and out of their empty rooms, grieving their absence and our loss again and again. The day after Christmas of 2020, my daddy died. Seven months later, in July of 2021, my mama died. My dad had told me the story when he first endured a loss, and his reaction then captures my grief now. He was six years old and his dog had been fatally hit by a car. He went to his dying dog in the street. He cried for help. Somebody, please help me put the blood back in. This is exactly where I am, crying for help. At the very essence of what my dad cried for then and what I cry for now is resurrection. I've been really, really sad for the last six years. I'm still sad, and yet not one thing I've endured is uncommon or extraordinary. These experiences that I've needed to grieve are unfortunately normal. My anthem has been somewhere between the despair of Micah 7 verse 1, which states, What misery is mine! 
and the desperation of Psalm 63, verse 8. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. My prayers for help have been answered. Not with a yes or a no, but with a solid not yet. God answers every prayer, every time. While I learn to be content with my not yet answer, God has also given me gifts heaping and overflowing to soothe the pain. I have the quietest of peace I've ever known. I have unspeakable joy and happy adventures, and I have unconditional love overflowing. None of these were my gifts to enjoy six years ago. But no resurrection gift. Not yet. Practicing Lent has an uncanny ability to lead us to grief because often we can see broken things more clearly when we fast. In fact, Lent leads us directly to the pinnacle of human grief, which is Jesus' experience of dread, death, and despair. In order, these are the final three days of Lent, right before Easter Sunday, the dreadful Maundy Thursday, the deadly Good Friday, and the despairing Holy Saturday. If we were to look back at Jesus' journal and compare notes during those days, we would go to the Gospels. All those beautiful red print words are Jesus' very own. On dreadful Thursday, Jesus said, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. On deadly Friday, Jesus said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And at the pinnacle of the crucifixion, when Jesus' death gave way to the depths of despair, he said, It is finished. We do not experience this pinnacle of human grief. Only Jesus did that, and no one will ever again. No matter the toll our personal sorrows take on us, it is only a glimpse of the suffering Jesus endured. Isaiah 53 verse 3 tells us that he, Jesus, was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with the deepest grief. Jesus grieved all brokenness, all the meanness in the world, all the death in the world, all the sadness of all time. Even though Jesus' experience is not our life story, it is interesting to consider the dread, the death, and the despair because it is exactly where Jesus was. When we compare our life and our Lenten notes to those of Jesus' experience, it also becomes quite useful in the most powerful, comforting, and life-resurrecting ways. In closing, my eldest daughter will share a piece as our prayer to acknowledge that we do not grieve alone. She was 12 years old when she composed this piece from her own grief journey. The theology is rich and straightforward and points us all to Jesus, who grieves with us. After all, Jesus is acquainted with bitterest of sorrow, and he truly understands exactly where we are. He doesn't need to compare notes with us, but we might need to compare notes with him. Our hearts may feel they have lost hope. 
We long for joy in the night, but none is found. When it feels like we are all alone, we wish for someone to share our grief with. But when all seems lost, we feel a nudge or spark of something, a right hand that pulls us up from the dark sadness and steadies us. At first we think that he will take all the pain away so that we never have to feel the pain of the empty spot in our lives, but instead he grieves the pain with us. We are no longer alone. I know he is in the willow trees, for he weeps with me. I know he is in the still quietness, for he is the one that gives me peace. I know he is in the stars, for he is the little light that keeps me going when it feels like the darkness has taken over. I know he is in the new blossom flowers, for he reminds me that there is still joy in the world. I know he is in the winds, for he keeps me soaring through the sky and doesn't let me fall. I know he is in my heart, for he reminds me every day The joy will come in the morning.